Mic check one, two, one, two. <laughs> hey guys, it is me, Sassy Sarah. Just kidding. <laughs> um, so I was thinking there's just been some interesting stories and in the headlines and I guess headlines slash social media right now. And one of them was a story that Kayla, who was on one of the previous podcasts about motherhood, did sent me about Lindsay Clancy. I'm not sure if y'all are aware um, of what happened with that, but um, she ended up strangling her, her children and tried to kill herself as well. And it just it she said it hit really close to home which obviously it did because we we're talking about all those things and all those feelings and emotions and hormones and just everything and I think one of the things that was interesting to me was you know we talk about postpartum depression but then through Lindsay Clancy's story I learned about like postpartum psychosis and um, thinking about like postpartum rage is kind of a comparable way to also think about it. Um, and so when I was talking to Kayla, it was I was just like, y- you guys aren't taken care of. I mean, we know in general women aren't taken care of in our country, um, women's health, but the fact that when y'all go in, it's just like a little checklist, you know, how you're doing at, I think, um, maybe two of your follow-up appointments. And I mean, honestly, are you really going to say that you have issues? And then if there is something, like, are they really following up with you? Um, instead, like, at this point, it sounds like y'all should be having therapy as part of your follow-up and, you know, just postpartum journey, that that should be something that's happening, just like people who go through trauma should have to follow up with that. And just think about if if y'all had that support, just how much different it could be moving forward and just how much more supported you might feel and some of the tools that you might get and just not feeling like you're crazy and not feeling like, you know, you shouldn't be here or that you're not good enough for your kids, but just kind of normalizing some of those feelings that you're having and then again actually giving you real help that you need instead of being like you good you good all right cool and and you know just checking on the your physical health and then just in general that you know that your kid's doing good and move on and upward so um I did see a post from an OR nurse And she was saying, like, she personally, who is someone that is in that field, had kids. And she's like, I could totally see how that could be any of us, like any of us in her shoes. It could be any of us moms. She's like, I remember experiencing and feeling that that rage after having a child. And she's like, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how educated you are. It doesn't matter where you come from. It, 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 It can happen to anybody. So that really stuck out to me again because... I keep saying we need to change and reform with mental health care in this country, and this is another thing we need to add to the list, and I'm sure all you moms out there are like, yes, absolutely, duh. <laughs> um, so that's something, I mean, I want to look more into if there's, you know, things that we can do to advocate in that respect. Um, 
Oh, there was another uh, uh, post that I had made about um, male doctors, like male doctors for females um, and, you know, prescribing birth control and different things. And that was another thing Kayla and I were talking about, like men who like you don't you don't experience in your own body what these things are like so you can be told all day like this is how they experience it but then you know when you're you're prescribing things that don't make sense or um you're advocating for treatment plans um that you know if you're a woman you probably wouldn't just because of your own experiences and so it was uh depo provera and so she was on it for like 10 years and then when she went to a female doctor or like that's not a long-term form of birth control like you shouldn't be on that for more than two years and just talked about like how much that messed up her body and you know researching all the side effects and things and it's unfortunate that we just have to do all the work like you want to trust your doctors but at the same time it's like you kind of have to look into what you think might be best for yourself and I guess the word of the day is advocate, like advocate for yourself, which we shouldn't have to do because then we're also made to feel like we're crazy half the time because yes, there are people who think there's things wrong that aren't, but when you know your body, like I feel like so many of us, especially as you get older, like you know when something's off, you know when something's different, you know when something's not right, is to trust your gut on that and to, you know, keep pushing. I know friends who've done that and then it's like, yes, and then I found out I have this and it just all made sense and then I was able to feel better. Um, the other story, I'm like, how much do we want to get into this one, is I don't know like I saw a couple people post about it but it wasn't like a one I saw a lot about and so it might just be accounts that I'm following but it was about the uh dead LSU student who ended up getting blamed for gang rape that happened to her um basically they're saying she wasn't too 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 drunk to give consent but then you have reports of her like not being able to stand up and not being able to form sentences and um it's just unreal the fact that just in that situation alone that she's being blamed but then she's also dead and they're still attacking her character saying that she asked for it and like imagine if you were her family imagine if you were her friends like it's just so shitty and that kind of thing happens we know it's the victim blaming and I just there's (laughs) like if you just go look at that story at all like I said it was an LSU student it's a recent thing that's happened it's all in the news and you just you read all the facts about it and then you read about (laughs) what they're saying about her and it's unreal I mean I don't know anybody who it was like, yeah, let's let's have a gang rape situation, and then you know what? Just go ahead and drop my body off on the side of the road. Like, yeah, she was definitely asking for that. There was um, like a cartoon, I guess, about it. I was gonna say it's a meme, but those that's an old school meme, right? A cartoon, <laughs> um, like a sketch saying um, like I'm done with her now, y'all can have her type of a thing. And it was kind of, you know, the men took advantage of her, but oh, wait, we're not done yet. We're still going to attack her even after 
you know, she experienced these horrible things, died from it, and now we're still attacking her after she's passed. Like, it's insane. And then, of course, it brings up some of the things that I just keep trying to figure out, like, when I want to talk about some of these things, um, you know, where we talk about consent and stuff. But let's share just a random story today. So, I think back to, like, my first quote-unquote, like, messing around, I guess, with a guy, and it was not initiated by me. It wasn't with a person that I liked, was dating. Like, I don't even like him as a person, to be honest with you, but he was in our friend group, and um, he was, like, two years older than me at the time, and like, I I look back, and then I'm just like, what gives guys the right, I mean, I'm always like, what gives guys the right, but, like, to think that this is okay, and it's not like, oh, it's just that one-off guy, so if you're guys listening, like, I just really, you know, you hear the Me Too movement, you're like, oh my gosh, there's just so much just horrible things that (laughs) men are doing out there, and it's not all of you, but it is a shit ton of y'all that, um, it's just like the entitlement, like you think you're entitled to do whatever you want to women or that women are less than and they're there for you and your pleasure. Or um, to me, it's still the, you know, like our, you know, females are less than men, like they're there to serve us. Um, but he literally like stuck my hand down his pants. Like he was like, here, come outside with me. So we like sat down on the little porch swing thing and like, like, just took my hand and stuck it down his pants. There was no talking. There was no nothing. There was just, and I was like, like, I didn't, you know, know what to do because that was my first experience and I didn't want to be doing it anyway. And then he, he like started moving his hand to like give himself an erection with my hand on his hand. And he's like, here, you know, like, here's how you do this. Keep doing it. And then I was like, you know, okay. And then we went inside because somebody, like, came out and interrupted. He literally then took me to his bedroom to, to like, go finish, basically, which we didn't because, again, like, people came in, thank God. Like, I wouldn't have known what to do. And that, I mean, like, that in itself is wrong. But, like, if that had just, like, happened to completion, I, it would have been even grosser for some reason, I feel like. Um, but, yeah, there was, like, people there, our friends, like I said, that were hanging out. But, like you felt okay to do that so um, like what how, how old would I have been you know like 15 years old let's go 15 15 years old um and that's my first experience and then I mean I went on to date some of the guys in that friend group and people I genuinely liked and you know experienced other things with them but then I feel like it also looked bad on me because it looked like I was messing around with a bunch of them but I'm like you know because that first one he was just a dick dude so I'm sure he said stuff about me but like So you get to say something about me because you forced that situation to happen. And I guess I could say forced and people like, wait, you didn't have to do that. That's also bullshit. Like, think about how you were when you were younger and as a kid and just there's different factors that go into it. And we should also not feel bad about like not stopping it, I guess, once it starts. Because as much as like, I feel like they're kind of told that it's okay to do this, we are not taught to stand up for ourselves. We are not taught to like 
know that that's not okay. Like that, like <laughs> you, you also, you know, there's the whole, you don't want to offend them. You don't want them to feel bad. Are you kidding? Especially like if you think about it now, like at the time we all have a different viewpoint, but when I look back on so many of these things now, I'm like, oh yeah, I was a kid especially working with teenagers now and like, oh no, you're a kid. Like you feel like you're an adult in those moments and that you have your shit together and you would do this, that, and the other, but, um, no. (laughs) So the way I reacted is fine. The way anybody reacts is fine, but it's the fact that, like I said, I have said in the past, I feel like I just had a very, like, I'm kind of like a normal upbringing and the amount of like situations like that that came up for me was kind of excessive and I never talked about it I didn't tell my friends about it um I mean I feel like some people knew about some of the stuff that happened just if you like knew who I was meeting up with or hanging out with or whatever but I didn't talk about those experiences like one of the experiences I just recently told one of my my best friends at the time, Mandy, um, like in recent years, we've shared some stuff that it's like, she's like, oh, I had no clue that was happening. Like, that's so shitty. And I'm like, yeah. And that was my best friend that like, we were boy crazy together. And we told each other about everything, but it was embarrassing because again, like we're told like, you know, it's like, it's, it's the, the negative comes on us instead of on the guys. That's what pisses me off where I'm like, fuck the patriarchy. Because there, to them, there's nothing wrong. There's no negative connotation on him for, for doing that. And I, I, I had to not be the only one. And that's, like, so predatory, too, if you think about it. Like, here, come out come out with me. Like, you're two years younger than me. Like, what are you going to say? What are you going to do? Just, you know, and you're at my house. Like, creepy. Ugh. Anyway. Um, so, I hope that nobody else had experiences like that but I know plenty of people did and I know that there's so many other worse experiences and again we can't compare what we had but I want to share because I know other people have experienced things like this and especially if you have kids I I just really hope that you teach them especially girls to stand up for themselves and that it's I mean honestly it's okay to freaking punch a guy in the junk like (laughs) stand up for yourselves don't don't be afraid to make them feel bad um and teaching guys that it's not okay to treat women like that it's not I mean I feel like we're so about like well teaching consent asking for consent but some of it's just like teach them not to be a shitty human like consent should come naturally if you're not allowing them to objectify women in that way um so yeah I guess that's my little bitty soapbox for the day something else that did come up um that I saw on Twitter today is you know the fighting in schools and you know, teacher involvement and intervening and all of the things, but it drives me nuts that there's, like, Twitter accounts and Instagram accounts that are just videos of fighting and then people just commenting left and right. And the the post that I came across was talking about how the teacher handled the situation. He was very calm. Um, he, he, like, he was like, gentlemen, gentlemen, you know, to get them to stop, but it's 
it was like some people were praising him and then some people were basically like talking shit about this teacher and then you have other people you know weighing in like why they think this or that that's part of what's wrong with you know our society right now too is just if you go read that and you see all the different um ways it's being picked apart but also that the violence is being glamorized like that's why these kids want to do it because people all have their phones out and they're posting it's for clout and the things they fight over are stupid and this is a thing that I've tried to wrap my brain around um just with uh like learning from my kids that are very quick to violence and sometimes it's because they grew up with that in their household like that's part of how they communicate or that was something that's normal or that's how you um stand up for yourself and a lot of it is you know it's a pride thing that they have to show that you know they're not a little bitch um because they're not going to back down and and so I'm always like dude it's harder to walk away it's easier to go punch that person are you freaking kidding me um but it's they'll start to walk away and they'll be like yeah that's what I thought and then that's when like the girls that we have at our school they'll just go off I'm like really but it's all just ugh I mean this validation outside of yourself which is very I mean, common at that age, but yeah, I was just reading that Twitter post and it was driving me insane, like the negative things they were, they were saying about the situation or the teacher and, and just like education in general. And I was like, this is part of the problem and just even certain things at my school right now that it's like, you want to implement some awesome stuff and all you do is hit roadblock after roadblock after roadblock and it's just so tiring um I won't get into details on that if you're a teacher you know what I'm talking about if you're a friend of a teacher you know what I'm talking about um if you have children with teachers you probably know what I'm talking about (laughs) anyway I will end this for today Thank you, as always, for tuning in and listening to the podcast. You guys are fantastic. And take away, just stand up for yourselves, advocate for yourselves. You're important. You matter. Fuck the haters. (laughs) Um, Yeah, let's end up with fuck the haters. Have a great week.